Welcome back, everybody. It's Taco Tuesday! I'm Alex Padilla. I'm Alex Regla. All right, everybody, we are back. Here we are, Taco Tuesday. Our first ever Taco Tuesday with the Lakers being NBA Finals champions. I'm Alex Padilla, at AlexPadilla86. He's Alex Regla, at AlexMRegla on Twitter. Alex, they did it, man. They did it. They did. Yeah, like, I, I think, we're like, after it happened and I saw that it was, like, done, yeah, I just kind of, like, kept thinking back to, like, where we started into this year and, like, like every all the questions we had regarding the team uh, and how far this team has come in the longest season in NBA history. Um, thankfully, it, the, re- the end result was all worth it. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a great, great... I, I don't know if it was a night, because that night itself wasn't necessarily um, the most exciting game, mm-hmm. but it was just a culmination of the wildest season that I could remember ever, just because of the pandemic, the bubble, the everything, you know, from from day one of getting Anthony Davis to who's going to be the third man to KCP's resurgence to Dwight Howard is back to like so much so many storylines Frank Vogel is either right coach Magic Johnson quit it's only Rob Palinka like the amount of storylines that were around this team all year were endless and I tweeted it and I believe it this is really and then of course didn't even mention you know Kobe Bryant's death like this was the only way I thought this season could end. Yeah, you know what's crazy? Like you're you're mentioning all the storylines. Like, do you even remember like the Darren Collison saga? <laughs> like yeah. we were like he showed up to the game. We were like, hey, maybe he can like be our point guard savior off the bench, you know? Like I totally forgot about that. And then there's like the Marcus Morris almost trade where they're mm-hmm. like asking for Danny Green and Kyle Kuzma. Like how different would this season have gone? If, like any of those two things would have happened it just shows like um how things could like easily change and how this team able was able to kind of stay consistent and no matter who was injured or who didn't join the bubble or which new pieces joined the team they still performed and kind of had this chemistry that i i mean i can't re- recall a team that was like that that close like close-knit and just always always got each other's backs and it was really cool to watch yeah, in a season where being close-knit actually really mattered off the court because you were living together. Mm-hmm. You weren't going anywhere else. Uh, it, it ended up paying huge dividends. What's crazy is that, you know, before the bubble even started, what was the number one topic we talked about was, well, Avery Bradley's not playing, and Dwight Howard may not play, and and we never even mentioned Avery Bradley throughout the playoffs. I mean, not this podcast. So, um, it the questions were all there and i feel like the lakers players the lakers staff the lakers front office everybody answered those questions and yes they would win yes they would show up yes they would perform yes they can't coach yes they put the roster together that was the right one it was like yes is all across the board i cannot think of it's easy to say now looking back obviously because they won but i cannot think of something that just really didn't work for the lakers this year I mean, like from where we are now, it is it is tough to like go back and think about things that could have gone better or worse. Like, given that they won the championship, you know, I'm sure if this was a conversation we had months ago, uh, we would have pointed some stuff out we were having issues with. But even those mm-hmm. issues that we kind of talked about on the podcast all year, they were very minor compared to other teams, right? 
Like, it was more like... Like, okay, who's going to guard this player at this point? Or do I trust this guy to make an open three? It wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't like a huge... Like, the two-star players hate each other. Um, right. The coach is on the hot seat. The front office is, like, melting. It was very, like, subtle and minor in compared to years past for this Lakers team. So Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about that here, too, how, you know, it, it was oddly quiet for a LeBron James-led team, wasn't it? Like, there wasn't... I feel like maybe maybe in the past those those dramas were maybe manufactured or something. I don't know, but there really wasn't anything at all it, it, there was no drama it, it kind of reminded me of like the heat days because Dwayne Wade and LeBron got a well got along so well and Anthony Davis and LeBron get along so well it, it was it was quiet it was weirdly quiet and it helped that they they won right away like they didn't start off slow and that thankfully that didn't draw any like media craze or headlines or kind of like rumors because they they started off so strongly and they won so much and they were top of the west basically all year they were at least like top two and then they were the top seed for a long time there that i mean that silences all the critics for the most part you know and it kept them focused and it kept them out of the media and they didn't need to like be checking their phones if they're going to be traded or if their coach is going to get fired or whatever so i think that just goes back to the buy-in top to bottom from the coaching staff to the players to the front office and i think a lot of credit goes to frank vogel um Again, a guy who could have been was seen as like third choice, ended up being the perfect guy. And I know you mentioned that when we first hired Vogel, and how you said that, you know, this he could be exactly what they needed. And it turns out like he was the perfect guy for this this job. Yeah, he really was. I I I think I was saying that just to convince myself because obviously. <laughs> He had a year off. He said all the right things in the press conference. I personally didn't want Ty Lue. I, I knew that. I just didn't... I don't know. Maybe it's just because it's the hater in me. I just didn't think he was all that great. I just think he had a pretty damn good team when he won. But, um, yeah. I mean, Frank Vogel was awesome. was perfect. His staff was, was great. Everything mm-hmm. worked. There was no Jason Kidd takeover talk ever. You know? And now it could pay off dividends for Jason Kidd. He might go get yeah. another job somewhere else now. So... Um, literally, I'm trying to think like Rob Palinka, you know, obviously didn't win executive of the year. We heard LeBron after the game talk about, I want my damn respect. Rob wants his respect. You know, AD wants his respect. Everybody wants their respect. I think that's what he was referring to is like, really, the Lakers didn't win any individual awards. They just won the one that mattered. <clears throat> and that's to me as a fan, I really don't care if AD, I know like it's, it's fun and all on Twitter. But I really don't care if AD wins Defensive Player of the Year. I don't care if LeBron wins an MVP. I don't care who the Finals MVP was. I, I'm, I'm not going to remember that in 20 years. I'm going to remember yep. the year of the bubble mm-hmm. and the year that the Lakers beat uh, the, the year the Lakers won the championship with LeBron and AD. I'm not going to remember who Defensive Player of the Year was. I already forgot. I think it was it Giannis. Did he win both? <laughs> I, he, I think he, you know what's crazy. Yeah, he won MVP and Defensive Player of the Year. And I'm not trying to be funny. I legit Same. was like, wait, did he um, win both? You know what? I no, he did. I think he did, which sounds horrible from coming from us who cover basketball. But it, it you know what? What it does, it, it goes to show how much those individual awards and the are regular season awards, and how much, like, there was a lot of stuff that was exposed in these playoffs, right? Like players get exposed. You you kind of find out who can play, who can't, who are like the best players, really. Like you can rely on. And like you said, I'm not going to really remember those individual rewards and 
like but i will remember this team like this year because i i mean i hopefully there's not another year like this <laughs> um and i'm really thankful and i bet the city's really thankful that they had this lakers team who were so much fun and so committed on defense and were and just hard working to kind of take their minds off of everything that was going on and kind of root for them and then to see them actually win the championship at the end of it i think that's what's going to be remembered um also it's it's pretty cool because remember when rob did acquire jr and Dion waiters and the, that's really like the only time that those stories came out mm-hmm. you know like oh you know meme team 3.0 or whatever number we're at here in la and nothing nothing like nothing it's it's crazy just nothing and and it's great i mean that's some of the other stuff too that you're not going to re- really remember i mean jr's most famous moment was when they like pointed you know that was like his thing had none of that none of that uh rajon rondo was who's forever be known as playoff rondo and finals rondo showed up and they won yeah <laughs> uh Dan- listen man danny green didn't turn out to be the guy that we were fully expecting him but he made a couple shots here and there nothing you know not what we were not duncan robinson level right and that's kind of what we were expecting we were expecting him to be that guy that hey if you're open make a three like that's what we were expecting and he didn't turn out to be that just fine but still played his role kuzma i thought that was just such garbage people tweeting about or that petition about kuzma can't get a ring and stuff like that i, I don't know it's just it's just lame and played out but it was awesome um i i i don't really have anything enlightening to say because as a fan i know that we try to be like analysts on here sometimes but really as a fan to go from absolutely nothing dude like i think that's to me what i'm going to remember this the most is there was nothing as a laker fan nothing no playoff appearances no winning records no real players that you're like this is the guy as much as people might say they love brandon ingram and lonzo and we all sold ourselves on these could be the guys d'angelo russell julius Randle, name them the moment they got lebron you knew something could happen Mm -hmm. But still, gets hurt on Christmas, never the same. It's just like, what else can go wrong? We have LeBron James, and we can't do anything? Like, what is, you know what I mean? Like, and all of a sudden, boom, you get AD, boom, you win the finals just like that. So you went from 0 to 100 real quick, and to me, I'll remember that the most. Yeah, I no, I mean, I it's it feels like 10 years ago, but people kind of complaining how much they gave up for AD and how there was kind of i almost felt like mixed feelings among the fan base about that trade package because i mean a lot of people were invested in those young guys like you said that's because that was all we had were those young guys they were the only hope we had of getting out of all those dark days and the byron scott years and the the front office drama and stuff it was the young guys who were going to hopefully kind of lead us out of that so when they all just got shipped out basically for ad um it, it felt like those years like all those years watching those bad teams kind of then rested on AD's shoulders to kind of make up for it. And I mean, hell man, like I, I think he, uh, over delivered, obviously the one championship, I, he was watching him from a night to night basis. He was way better than I thought he was going into this season. I'm not just saying that as a Laker fan, like I, I was just impressed from him, like by him and everything he's able to do defensively on offensively. Like he's just a special, special player 
He really was. And and what's what's crazy is that, you know, I know LeBron won the MVP, but those games where AD didn't play well, the Lakers didn't win. Mm-hmm. And I'm not taking anything away from LeBron. He was amazing all series. He showed up every game. There wasn't a game where he didn't show up this year. But, yeah, I mean, that's how important AD is to this team because when, when um, he didn't show up, they lost. And this is a team, Miami, listen, like, I, I have I haven't watched any of the national stuff just I I don't need to, but yeah we know Miami was hurt Bam wasn't 100 percent Dragic played like five minutes total, but and it wasn't you know we never got Lakers Clippers we never got Lakers Bucks or Lakers Celtics that people were expecting that's not the Lakers fault yep. you know just not the Lakers fault like you play who's in front of you and you can't take anything away from what they did at least not in my opinion because what they did this in this bubble it's something that no other team has ever had to go through like whether it's it's easier or harder i don't know but no team has ever had to live with each other they were there for 96 days 96 days being away from their families being away from their houses living in a hotel anyone of you lived in a hotel for longer than a week like it's it's probably not very easy so um, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it's harder. I don't know if it's easier. All I know is that the Lakers are champions, and you really can't take anything away from. Them. I saw. I know Barstool is a very Boston, Bostony uh, leaning platform, so they're just like, oh, it was like they won an AAU. They just won a tournament. They didn't win the finals. They won a tournament. And it's like, yeah, I don't see it that way. I see that they won a legitimate championship. I mean, they're playing in the same gym, same rules, same circumstances as every other team, right? Like there was no perks there was no home court advantage there was they were the top seat they didn't get a home court advantage this year um we can argue if it was easier if it was harder whatever but yeah i mean again i i think this team for what they accomplished is going to be a team that a championship team that is going to stick out years from now like decades from now is going to be one of one of the most memorable teams because of what they accomplished here like they're going to probably teach like this in history books about this bubble that happened in orlando right and they're going to learn, like, students are going to learn, fans are going to learn that the Lakers won that year in these circumstances. And it's just incredible, really. Like you said, like, it's just unprecedented and, and it's not going to hopefully ever happen again. But for them to kind of rally and do this together, yeah, it just speaks volumes to how good this team was. Yeah, for sure. Um, me and you made a prediction. Who would be the MVP if it wasn't AD or LeBron? And I think you were closer. Because KCP played incredible in that final game. I said Rondo. I said Danny Green. I don't know. No, I, you said, I thought you said KCP. I said, no, I said, I, I thought you picked KCP. I, I think I, I picked, picked Danny Green. I mean, it, it feels like months from, like months ago, but I, I picked Danny Green uh, because I thought maybe he would get hot in the finals. <laughs> yeah, he did not. <laughs> and there, uh, so now um, this is a total side note, but related note. Um, the Lakers weren't the only ones that got a ring this weekend. You want to explain what happened on game six? Yeah, so I actually didn't even watch the clinching game. I watched what? I watched every game this year from summer league to preseason to regular season to all playoffs and stuff, but I did not watch the game clinching, championship clinching game. I actually got engaged over the weekend and i yeah yeah i got i proposed to my girlfriend and thankfully she said yes 
Nice. Um, so the timing is definitely awesome. Like, right? Like, it all culminated in this. Like, we've been together for over 10 years. Uh, I've oh, been wow. I've been a huge fan for the Lakers for obviously a long time. And to kind of go through this year and kind of have this cool moment for both the things I love, you know, to happen, uh, it was great. And I know you also got engaged earlier this year as well. So Yeah, in the same basketball season. So yeah. it's crazy how, you know, it feels like, I'm 10 years older <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> since then. So, yeah, I, I'm very fortunate, and it was awesome for sure. Yeah, man, that's uh, that's uh, awesome for you. Congratulations to you and your fiancé now. Um, it's You know it's uh, it's real important when you decide to miss the, the, the NBA finals. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm not going to be around a TV. I got bigger, bigger fish to fry. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. <laughs> Well, congratulations Thank to you, man. you guys, Thank man. You. It's really, really cool. And so, so Sunday, like, were you just, what were you more nervous about? Were you more nervous about, like, the results of the game or just, like, popping that question? Uh, I, I Honestly, I wasn't even thinking about the game. Like, obviously, I had my phone. I was going to be checking the results and stuff like that. But, I, I mean, I'm sure you had the same feeling. It was nerves uh, leading up the whole, like, because I was planning this for about three months, you know. I had the ring for about a month before I did it. So it was just every day leading up to it. It was just pure nerves and uh, just stress. I'm sure you had the same feelings. Oh, dude. Like, I had the ring for, like, six weeks. I don't even know why I got it so soon. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember specifically. But, um, yeah, I had it for a while. And and I I hit it. Because do you live with your girlfriend? So I, now? I don't. But I, I had the same fear. I had to, like, when I packed, like, where the hell do you hide a ring? Right. So I have like a bag that has like my suits in it and and um i had to i decided like there's no way like why would she ever go in here like why would she ever go into my (laughs) suit bag so i literally put it in the pocket of one of my suit jackets okay and just had it there and of course what do you expect like for some reason she's like hey what's in this bag and i was like suits And she's like, why do you have a suit bag? And I was like, why would I not have a suit bag? It's just like, I don't wear a suit, so I have I cover them so they don't get all gross. And she's like, oh. And then I was like, get like get out of here with these <laughs> questions right now. So, yeah, that was like, to me, that was the most nerve, nerve-wracking part is like, please don't find the ring. Because then I really don't want to propose while I'm like wearing like t-shirt and, and basketball shorts in our room right now. That, that was my number one fear. Because sometimes, you know, if you go on trips, uh, I'm not sure if your girlfriend did this or not but you know sometimes they kind of unpack for you or they kind of just like start taking some of your stuff out and like kind of like putting it away in the drawers and stuff so i i thankfully that didn't happen this trip but so my plan was just to hide it like in a sock like i took like a big hiking sock because you can hide something in there and it won't like be noticeable the shape um but yeah i did not want her to find it and then just for me to have to propose right there and then because she kind of found out you know yeah yeah for sure um dude this is just like so awesome for you man i mean i don't know like because how old are you i'm 29 you're 29 so you were you were obviously you remember the lot you were 19 last time mm-hmm. the uh the lakers won but does it did this one feel any different to you like because like the last one we didn't know it would be kobe's last one we didn't know the injuries that were coming for him unfortunately to finish his career um but did this one feel different because you know lebron's not like this laker legend right like i mean he might go down now because he won one and who knows what'll happen 
Um, so did it, this one feel like different? Obviously it felt different, but did it feel any more special to you because of how bad they were? I, I think this was my favorite championship that I've ever experienced. Uh, I, I think the only other one I've obviously wasn't really around for the eighties. Obviously I didn't, I don't have no connection to that. I just, um, the only other one that I really, I just wanted them to win so badly was that first Kobe one, which without mm -hmm. Shaq, I just, to see how hard he worked to get that team to where they were. Um, that one obviously was, that's, that's always going to be special, but I think just like we always talked about with this team um, and it being the longest year in NBA history, like we've, Ever. we've been with this team for a year. It's going to be a year yeah. uh, with just this team, no other team, no other players. And to see them from where they started to where they are now, yeah, I mean, just with all the external circumstances and everything also, like, combined, I don't I don't know if I'm ever going to have, like, another attachment to a team like this. Yeah, because, like, I don't know what a, cha a Laker championship feels like without Kobe Bryant mm -hmm. kind of leading the way. Yeah. You know, like, I was so so young the last the showtime lakers ones like i don't have real memories of it um and the kobe ones like i remember very vividly and remember the air balls remember the journey of getting mm -hmm. i remember when they got Shaq. like i was freaking out because i always loved Shaq. who didn't love Shaq when he was like with the magic and um but this one just feels different i don't know if it's in a it's not in a bad way don't get me wrong um i it just feels different because kobe's not there I kind of hated LeBron before he got here. I can say that now because he won a ring and now I love him. Um, but I, you know, he was, he was just one of those guys. I think LeBron is one of those guys when he's on your team, you love him. When you don't, when he's not on your team, you probably hate him because he wins all the time or he's always there. So it just feels a little different because it doesn't really feel, this is going to, I don't know. It's, I don't know how, the, how to describe Like It does. It feels as good, but it still feels so different because it's LeBron James, you know, it's not like, He's like, he's not just been a Laker like Kobe was only a Laker. You associate you associate Kobe with the Lakers. Like when you when you think of LeBron, you don't think Lakers. That's not the first thing that pops up to you. Um, with Kobe, that's he rep. That's what he always represented was the Lakers. Like you think Lakers, you think Kobe, right? right? And I think right. that's I get I I get where you're coming from for sure. And it's it was weird, like you said, because the championships that we specifically experienced in our lifetime what everyone had kobe in it either when he was with Shaq or when he when he was mm -hmm. with pal and his journey in between that and then from there just watching these young guys develop and he was a part of that too like he would show up to the games you know and those were always big deals when he would kind of make comments about the young guys and stuff like that so to see a different kind of guy lead us to a championship that's that's always going to be strange but uh, but don't get me wrong. Still freaking partied on Sunday by myself <laughs> as I watched it. Like still had a beer. Still took a shot to celebrate. It was like, you know, I was actually very happy that they didn't go seven games because I didn't want to work that night. That you know whatever would happen. And um, so still incredibly excited. You know what I even did, dude? I had a 
maybe I had a couple too many drinks. I actually bought that NBA champion shirt they were wearing. Oh yeah, never done yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Never done that before. I th- like got an email that night. Hey, get your official Laker championship yeah. gear, and I was like, yes, let's get that championship gear. I'll spend forty dollars on a T-shirt. Yeah. Why not? So like, I'm still like, don't get me wrong. I I I I love the Lakers. I love the championship. LeBron. AD, everyone on this team is always going to... I'm going to remember them, the fact that, that, that they did this. So I don't want to get that twisted at all. And I'll say, like you said, like, just to circle back to what you're saying, like like that just speaks to how amazing LeBron and AD were this year to kind of bridge that gap from those fans who had Kobe to not having Kobe. Now you got now you have LeBron and AD. Like, Jesus, like, we are spoiled, you know? Like, to, yeah. to go from that to LeBron who led this led us like through all the bad stuff that happened this year he was the guy who kind of was our spokesperson the guy we looked to for the answers like after kobe passed away he had that speech on the floor you know in that first game back he shouldered all of that and he was able to deliver the championship like he we're lucky to go from one anchor to another one in lebron and yeah again just yeah that's such a good point man because you know he did say, "I'm bring. I'm coming to LA to put them back where they belong," and he did it. Yeah. Like he did it. And you know how many people didn't love the trade for AD? How many people like, "Oh, we gave up too much." Mm-hmm. Oh, this, you know. And now look, not going to hear any of that ever again. No, nope. and, and it, it was worth it already. With one championship, already. it was already worth it. And we talked. We had that discussion in one of these podcasts before. Like, would it be worth it if they win one and AD leaves? And I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, just because we're spoiled and we got 17 of them. Doesn't mean doesn't make this one any less special or memorable than all than anything in the future. Like, you know how many franchises would die for one championship? Just one, and you got it. And it's because of AD, it's because of LeBron and on all the players here. So, um, incredibly stoked. And Alex, hey man, like I don't know when we're gonna do another podcast because I don't know what the off season, how long that's gonna be. <laughs> I don't know when the next season starts. I don't know. No one knows what that's gonna look like. Whether it's a bubble, whether whatever, we don't know yet. So this season was awesome, man. Like we and you, I think we've been doing this for about a year, maybe over yeah. a year already. So uh, thanks to you, man, because it's been a lot of fun and. We got lucky because we got to do it for a championship team. No, man. Thank you. Like you, like we were saying earlier, we both like it's crazy how much that year's changed us, right? We both got engaged. Uh, the mm-hmm. Lakers won a championship. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, COVID pandemic, <laughs> the Kobe. Uh, I haven't left just, my house. Kobe. Yeah. Um, uh, the wrestling comparisons, like there was, was some awesome. tough, tough uh, pods in between there for us. But yeah, it was totally fun doing this with you. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the offseason. Looking forward to more of those. Me too. We got to come up with ideas for pods and stuff. Yeah, we'll see We'll see what the offseason looks like. I don't think there's a plan yet going forward. I don't know if we'll be here next Tuesday. I don't know. Whatever. But whenever Harrison tells us to do one, we will figure out what to do for that one like we did all during the pandemic. If we could do it then, we could do it now. That's <laughs> for sure. Um, but, hey, L.A. Lakers 2020 NBA yeah. champion. LeBron James, uh, four-time finals uh mvp anthony davis one year in la one championship and according to some instagram posts i seen he says we're gonna run it back so hopefully ad doesn't leave i don't want to spend too much time on that i still want to enjoy what happened on sunday and like a lot of you people listening we're still riding that high Mm -hmm. we'll see how long it goes man so any any departing final words from you at alex m regla Man, uh, you know, obviously, thanks to all the listeners. I know we have like people who listen from 
all different parts of the world, like from Seattle to a different country to everything. Like it's it's been awesome doing this podcast with you personally, Alex, and just, just all the fans out there. It's been great. All right. Well, I will just leave you all with this. Uh, SilverScreenAndRoll.com for all of your Laker news. At LakersSBN for some amazing Twitter content. Subscribe on Spotify and Apple to this podcast network. There normally is a podcast every single day. We are here on Tuesdays. It's called Taco Tuesday. I'm Alex Padilla at AlexPadilla86. I appreciate everybody that has listened to us, everybody that has interacted with us, and everybody who has stood with us through when we literally had nothing to talk about. You, Some of you still tuned in. So thank you all for that. And I'll just finish off with saying this. Lakers are champions. <laughs>